This. 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 this is Sideline Buzz with your hosts Kyle Keplin and Aubrey Smith, bringing you weekly fantasy advice and top sports news. Let's get it. Welcome back, week nine. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Uh, we'll get right into trades here for top news. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of that, there was 12 trades on the trade deadline. It's been, that was the most trades in 30 years. Yeah, it seems like every like, five, ten minutes you get another alert on your phone, so-and-so was traded here, so-and-so yeah. was traded there. Actually, I kind of expected a little bit more. I, expect, I expected Kareem Hunt. He, he was surprising that he didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So let's, let's get into a few of these. Okay. What do you got first? Uh, so I only put one defender on here because I think it helps Miami a lot. Bradley Chubb uh, goes from Denver to Miami. I was that, really I mean, surprised at huge. that trade. Yeah, I, I was too. Like I his thought name hasn't gonna... even been brought up in any trade rumors or anything. Are they just trying to unload the cap space or for the cap space? They have what? to with that dickhead on their team, with uh. fucking Russ. And they have to. I, I'm honestly surprised they didn't didn't unload more. I thought they were going to unload uh, Jerry Judy too, and I thought they might go Melvin. Just think, just trying to just blow up the whole team, start and, over again. And the reason I thought they might go Melvin is is. On top of that, they they Miami traded uh, Chase Edmonds to them. They almost might have to like just start cutting people too if they're going to start over. You can pay rookies whatever the hell you want. So, yeah, I guess. Um, then we got Claypool Pittsburgh to Chicago. That was a that was a funny thing I read about that trade. Um, it sounded like the Packers had a, a deal ready to go to the Steelers for Claypool. He was, it was all set in stone. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, then the Bears catch wind of it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we're, we're fucking taking them. The Bears sent, uh, I can't remember, a couple second-round picks, I think, for him, or second or third-round pick. Something yeah, I don't like remember that. what the hell it was. But it's so weird how the NFC North division is kind of fucking each other over right now. Yeah, because then you got Hawkinson... Uh... From Going. Detroit to Minnesota, which is huge for Minnesota. That's huge. Hawkinson just had three receptions for 80 yards last week. He's definitely going to be a, a, a passing threat, and that's only going to help out that Vikings offense even more. Like, it's going to open up that run game a little bit more. Right. And the reason that Hawkinson, that they went for Hawkinson is Irv Smith is on IR for at least probably the season. Even before Sounds that, like. though, I mean, he wasn't having a great year to begin with. No, but, and then, he, you know, they threw a touchdown to Munt last week too mm-hmm. so they're definitely looking to get tight ends involved yeah and kirk is more of a i mean he likes the tight ends mm-hmm. i mean uh you know look at rudolph those years when, when kirk was there he had a couple good games yeah he had some decent games um they weren't huge though because that, this is an interesting stat minnesota tight end hasn't had 80 yards receiving in four years week six of 2018 was the last time do you remember when Favre was there and we had Vasante shenko or Vasante. I mean, I know, I know who that is. Yeah, that's but like the I don't last him very well. Good well. tight end we had, but yeah. Shenko wasn't good anywhere else except for whenever Favre came, though. Yeah, but yeah, Favre's kind of one of those quarterbacks too. Yeah. Um, man, that helps Minnesota a lot, though. That's huge for them. That's huge. Uh, let's see. Ridley goes from Atlanta to Jacksonville. That's a big move for Calvin for Jacksonville. It's honestly. kind of a weird trade though for a guy that's suspended for the whole year. I mean, I suppose they're just gearing up for next year, but... Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forget. He's fucking suspended. Everybody betting $700. Yeah, fucking what a stupid. dumb fucking thing. And then, then we got, got Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah, coming back after he... He's still got cases open against him. Uh, so, well, we already talked about Chase Edmonds. Jeff Wilson from San Francisco to Miami. Um, 
I was a little surprised with that. Even though they got McCaffrey now, I was surprised they got rid of Jeff Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a good backup. He is, yeah. I mean, I mean he was their starter for, what, four or five weeks here? Yeah. It'll, it'll, that'll be interesting. But, I mean, Miami does have Mostert. So, I mean, he'll just be a little bit of a backup there for them. Uh, speak of backups, Naheem Hines, Indianapolis to Buffalo. I thought that was a weird trade. I mean, is, is Indianapolis just kind of packing up their bags now too and just calling it good for the season? Uh, they might be, but, I mean, they got Zach Moss. Zach Moss went from Buffalo to Indianapolis, so it's kind of a straight-across trade. Kind of really. a piece on that one. Yeah, it kind of is, honestly. I mean, Naheem, obviously, Naheem Hines is, is a lot better than Zach Moss, I think. But I think the Bills wanted Naheem Hines more for his pass-catching abilities, I think, yeah, I is think why so they got too. him. And I, I think Buffalo definitely got the better end of the deal. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially, you know, because they're looking at Super Bowl this year, I think. and So I think that's uh, good for them. There was, there was a few other... Uh, Defensive trades that happen, but we don't talk about defense a lot on here. So nobody gives a yeah. shit. Um, Jets and Giants both lost this week. Fuck. Uh, Jets lost to the Patriots twenty-two to seventeen. Giants lost to Seattle twenty-seven to thirteen. Gino, speak of Seattle, Gino. Gino's balling out, man. He's top five in multiple categories this year, like per, uh, completion percentage, stuff like that. Like you know, it goes to show you like name value, how much that means. Gino's having a top five year, like even in our league, he's ranked. Whatever, you know, definitely top 10, top 5 in almost any fantasy league. He's on the waiver on most fucking leagues. Yeah. Just because of who he is or who he was before, right. nobody will pick him up. Yeah, I think they're waiting for him to have just the, like just to go back to how he was, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, he fits really well into that offense, and, man, he's rolling this year. What are what are the uh, Seattle? Are they I want to say they're 5-3, I think. 5-3? I want to say 5-3. Yeah, I think they are. That's, that's correct. They play Arizona this week. I could see them beating Arizona, dude. I think so too. Arizona's like what? Two and two and five. Six? Two and six. No, two and five. They had to buy. I think. Two and five. Okay. Jesus. Uh, let's talk about the Commanders here for a second. Now, Daniel Snyder is the owner there, and if you remember, I think we kind of talked about it early in the in the season here. So he had he had hired a private investigator, right? Because he's kind of a dick. And all the owners thought that they had a good reason to get together and vote him out, right? Yeah. I mean, so, he's given them several reasons to right. say it's time to get the fuck Yeah, out. exactly. He was part of that whole sexual misconduct thing, yeah, right? With e- emails Washington. and stuff. Yep. Yep. Okay. When Gruden was there? Was that what yep. it was? Okay. So, Daniel Schneider, uh, when they came out with this news, uh, he claimed that he hired a private investigator... And that he uh, had dirt on multiple NFL owners like Jerry Jones. Including Goodell, too, I think, didn't he? Including Roger Goodell, yes. So, I wonder what happened there because the Snyders, Daniel and Tanya, I think her name is, the wife, they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. So, that means they, and when asked about it, they said that, a full sale because they were like, well, is it going to be a full sale or is it going to be uh, just a, a share, you know, of the yeah. team? Um, the the full sale is not off the table. You know, they're, dude, they're they're looking at all options. Just looking at this guy, like, like he's been a pile for years and years ever since he's owned the team. Yeah. At first, it was like he'll never change the name. I won't even say the name because I don't like it, but he would never change it from the Washington da da da. Right. We ain't doing it. Well. I think the NFL is more powerful than we think because what did he end up doing? He ended up 
switching the name to the Washington football team for a couple for a season and then yeah. finally the commanders. Then he was saying, I'll never sell this team ever. You can't make me sell this team. Yeah. Look what they're doing now. We're selling. Yeah, see so I think that, I think it's the NFL is so much bigger than people know. They have so much more power and reach that, you know, look what they're able to do to these guys. Right. I I agree with that. I you know, and I I don't know if maybe does he have does he was that just a front? Was that just a his last hurrah to say I, I hired a private investigator? I don't to maybe scare some people. I but. don't doubt that he has stuff on people, but I bet they did some deep diving on him too. I bet they like okay, you let this out, we're gonna let this out then. You tell on us, we're gonna tell on you. Yeah, that's an in, in, in interesting syndicate they got going on there. At the it's NFL. almost like a mob organization. It dude. really is. I mean, all those organizations are. It's all about the money, you know. It's probably, you know, it's interesting. Um, some other Washington notes, I guess, to say uh, the shooter of the uh, Brian Robinson may have been arrested. Uh, they were supposed to do a press, press conference today. I didn't see any updates on that, though. Who is this? Uh, Brian Robinson, their rookie running back that got no shot shit. in. Oh, yeah, 17 year old kid. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was 17. It said 17 year old kid uh, was under arrest for the shooting of him, Brian Robinson. Wow. And they, they, I don't know if there's going to be multiple suspects. I mean, there is multiple suspects, but I don't know if they caught that. I don't think they only arrested 17 years one. old. I'm pretty sure he'll probably roll on his buddies. Yeah, probably. Uh, also, Chase Young returns to practice. That's huge for Washington. I don't know if he'll play this week against Minnesota, but that's huge for them. Very, very big. Very scary fucking dude. Yeah, he is. Start sits. What do you got for QB? <clears throat> All right, peeps. Again, we with our starts and sits, we go for waiver wire our bye week pickups. These aren't our top guys that we're gonna fucking that we would choose if we had to. Right. So my quarterback this week, I'm going Justin Fields, Chicago. I've been hating on Justin Fields all year. Yeah. But in the recent weeks, their offense has changed a little bit. Kind of has. Now they got Claypool. I don't know how much that'll really affect it, but so he rushed for sixty yards in at least three straight weeks now. So he's got definitely got the legs. His red zone rushing touchdown in two straight games. So he's definitely scoring. Mm-hmm. They're putting the ball in the air. Uh, last week he had one hundred and fifty yards and a touchdown. He's enough to be a bye week quarterback now. Mm. A viable option. I mean, he's definitely not going to start. He's not your starting quarterback. Definitely a good plug-in, though. Yeah. Plus, they're going against a weak Dolphins team. They give up seven most fantasy points against quarterbacks this year. And if, he didn't, up, and if he didn't have the legs, he wouldn't be shit, though. Well, they give up the fifth most points against rushing quarterbacks. The Dolphins do? They do. Okay. So, if you need a bi-week quarterback, Justin Fields is your guy this week. All right. I mean, he's, he is doing better. I'll give you that. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence this week versus Las Vegas. We know that Lawrence hasn't been great since week four. Uh, he's tied for the most giveaways with with Kenny Pickett, <laughs> uh, but the Raiders are last in sacks this year and the last in takeaways. So that's that's huge news for them. Um, so I think I think we see Lawrence pick it up a little bit more this week. What do you got for your sit? Sit. Even though they've been well, they've been playing okay. PJ Walker for Carolina. Mm. He's been. On, when you watch him on TV, he's looking like he's doing all right in real he life. He threw a bomb his, last week. To... His game just doesn't translate the fantasy points. Um, he scored 15.1 and 16.7 fantasy points in the last two starts. It's not much. It's not going to get you wins. No. And then Cincinnati allows only 12 points to quarterbacks. They allow the fifth fewest. So he's just not – like his game doesn't translate to fantasy football for some reason. Okay. So I'd say P.J. Walker. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Brady. As my sit this week versus the Rams. 
With the injuries of that line, he's just struggling. He's struggling bad. He just looks rough, dude. With the yeah. whole divorce thing, yeah. And all that. Like, he just looks like he's like thirty pounds lighter. Than, I mean, like lost thirty pounds. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. <laughs> he's got fucking Skeletor face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that line is is just riddled with injuries, and and you got Aaron Donald coming in on that pass rush. It's gonna be a rough week. Uh, Ramsey also taking away Evans most likely. So I just I don't see a good week for Tom this week. They do have Godwin and stuff back, though. Yeah, I get that. You know, and he does a lot of check down to Fournette, but, yeah, I just, I think one of the Rams, like, 13th overall defense against quarterbacks, so we'll see. We'll see, but I I just, I think there's better options out there. All right. What about your running backs? Uh, I got Tyler Algier from the Falcons going against Chargers. Uh, Falcons running backs, they're a little tough to trust because there's two of them there with that Caleb Huntley. They kind of split uh, carries and shit. Yeah. Algiers getting 60% of the snaps. Uh, last week he had 14 carries, three targets. He turned those into 87 yards and a touchdown. So he's when he's getting the opportunity, he's producing. It's just that he's splitting the backfield. Mm-hmm. Then Chargers, their defense is shit against running backs. They give up the second most points. Yeah, they do give up a, a lot of so points for running definitely backs. Definitely a juicy matchup for Algier, but let's just see if he gets the, the snap count. Okay. Yeah, I think he will. I think, what do you have, like, 18 carries last week? 16. 16? Okay, yeah. So I think he's going to get a little bit more involved each week. Um, my my start's going to be Miles Sanders versus Houston. Uh, Philly is going to run away with this one. So I think that opens Sanders up for a lot of carries. Houston's ranked last, dead last versus the run. So, yeah, I just this is going to be a, a bloodbath, I believe. Is that in Houston? I think that's a uh, home game for them. Oh, that's Thursday night. Yep. Shit. Okay, yeah, yeah Philly Thursday. at Houston, but still, that doesn't matter where they're playing. <laughs> uh, what about your sit? Sit, I got James Robinson of the Jets. James Robinson. Oh, okay, okay. He got traded to the Jets last week. Uh, going against Buffalo, it's his, uh, in his first game with the Jets, uh, he only <laughs> played in 20% of the snaps, five carries, one target. That's funny. That's funny that you have him. <laughs> okay. Uh, he finished with 17 yards. Uh, he should see more work. I just don't think he's acclimated to the offense yet. So for this week, I would still sit him one more time. Uh, Buffalo, they allow the ace fewest points to running backs, but... With him not knowing the playbook, not having money available to him, I just don't see him playing this week again. Yeah, so my sit is Michael Carter versus Buffalo. The other Jets running Yeah, back. exactly. Uh, let's, I mean, let's get real here. This is Buffalo. They're ranked fourth against the run. Carter didn't have the impact I thought he was going to have uh, after the Jets lost Brees Hall and, and Carter took over. I forgot that James Robinson came over there, actually. Uh, plus, the Jets are going to have th- – they're going to have to throw a lot. Because they're going to be playing from behind. So I Definitely mean, other than other than your your passing down work, which I just don't see him having a good day, anyways. Yeah, this is going to be a bloodbath for for the Jets. They're going to lose another one this week. Wide receivers, what do you got for your start? I'm going with Juju Smith Schuster, Kansas City, going against Tennessee. He's kind of come alive the last couple of weeks. He's had two straight games with over 100 yards and his touchdown. Hmm. Titans allow a lot of points to wide receivers, six most in the league. Plus, they're, they're secondary. Um, who better to get picked on than by Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. They're just going to get torched. Okay. Kansas City play. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee's not very good. Yeah. I got Devin DuVernay uh, for the uh, Ravens versus New Orleans. <clears throat> He's getting a lot of running work uh, along with his wide receiver duties. So, 
Uh, Gus Edwards is questionable this week, so, hey, he might even get more work in the running game. Um, New Orleans is also ranked 26th versus wide receivers, but this guy has really poured it on in the last couple weeks here. So I expect to see some uh, another really good week for him this week. What about your sit? My sit, I know I've ragged on this guy a few times, and I'm going to do it one more week. Allen Robinson going against Tampa Bay. Yeah. He saw a season-high seven targets. Um, he had five receptions last week. I just don't think his recent production is enough to start him even still yet. That that Rams offense is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's like the Saints a few years ago where you couldn't pick anybody really from the Saints because everybody... Was well, good. unless your name was Cooper Cup. Yeah. I mean, but that's, you know... So, if you're thinking of starting Allen Robinson, I would definitely keep him on the back burner. Yeah. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman this week for my sit. Um, versus the Patriots. The Patriots are fucking good. Their defense is good. They are. They're stacked on defense. Listen to the last three weeks here. They have six interceptions, two fumble recoveries, and ten sacks in three games. The last three games. That's massive. And uh, Ellinger, you know, their new starting quarterback for the for the uh, Colts, he didn't throw any touchdowns last week, and he had one fumble. Uh, I don't see him throwing any touchdowns this week either. I just don't see it. You know, maybe Pittman gets – I mean, he's going to get nine targets or so probably. The, the Colts are one of those catches. teams, too, you, you feel like they just packed up, packed it up. No, they're just kind of playing through graphics. Now. Yeah, I kind of think so. I kind of think so. How about your tight end? Tight end this week, I got Noah Fant, Seattle, going against Arizona. Like we said earlier, Geno Smith's been balling. Um, Noah Fant kind of splits uh, time with uh, – Will. was his name? Will Disley? Yeah. Kind of split – Split points and stuff, but uh, he's been getting majority of the snaps. I'm playing about 6% of the snaps. It's kind of interesting because Disley was getting it there for a, little, for a little while. I actually had him as my start, and then he just kind of went downhill from there. Yep. So, I mean, if you definitely if you have a bye week, you know, trouble this week, no offense, definitely a good plug-in. You're not going to get a ton of points, but you're going to get enough. Okay. I'm going Gerald, Gerald Everett this week. Uh, Chargers versus Atlanta. With Mike Williams out, Keenan Allen and Joshua Palmer questionable. Uh, they're going to look Everett's way a lot this week. I see well, – I'll, I'll talk about it. Well, I mean, I'll go right into my bold prediction with it, I guess. Okay. You know, the Falcons are ranked 28th versus tight end, so I think Everett's going to have at least 80-plus yards and on, on seven receptions, and I think, he has, day, huh? I think he has one touchdown. Nice. Uh, I think it's going to be a huge, huge day for Everett, especially with all those injuries. Yeah. What about your bold predictions? Uh well last week I predicted Tyree Killen uh was Jalen Waddle Jalen Waddle yeah Jalen Waddle would have 250 plus receiving yards combined well they had 294 yards really they fucking torched them they torched the Lions yeah I mean it is Lions (laughs) it was bad you do so for this week I got Raheem Mostert I think he bounces back I think he he fell flat last week against uh, Detroit but yet again it was all air attack last week yeah. Uh, I think this this week he'll have 130 all-purpose yards and a TD. To shitty Bears defense, he's definitely going to get some. I really wanted to put him as my start this week, but I was like, God damn it, I put it as my start last week and he (laughs) fucked up. He screwed me. Uh, I also got the Lions. I think they're going to beat the Packers this week. I can see that. It's in Detroit. They always play well at home. I can't tell you how much it makes my heart smile that the fucking Packers suck. Yeah. Yeah. To see them suffer and to see people talking <laughs> shit about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and all it, it warms my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I could I could definitely see him beating them. Uh you have you have any other prize picks? Or I mean uh bold predictions? I have one for Josh Allen. I actually think he's gonna have a slightly bad week this week. 
I think well, he's going to throw less than 220 yards passing. And he's going to throw two INTs. Against the Jets? Sauce Gardner, dude. Have you been watching him? The yeah, corner? he's a stud. He's a stud. He ain't no fucking rookie. No. That, that dude, he's a pro bowler already. Yeah, he's good. He is good. So, How about prize picks? Prize picks. Well, last week went okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I had Tyreek and Waddle each, you know, going over, which they did. But shitty Zacherts fucked me over. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. I picked him at 44 and a half going over that. He only had 34 yards. So I was close. That's close, though. It's close. That's close. Close doesn't win me fucking money, though, dude. No. Man, he fucked them hard last week, yeah. huh? Yeah. With yeah. that holding call. Yep. Oof. Hey, you were at that game. I was. It was a good game. That was a fun time. Were you just scolding it up? No. No. I was eating popcorn while they were doing their stupid little fucking you chant. You part. I guarantee you participated in the I did chant. not participate in that chant. I did not participate in that chant. I might have to ask your woman. You go ahead. You can ask anybody. You can ask anybody that was in that you fucking, had a fucking stadium. You had a fucking Vikes jersey on. I did. I had a Randy Moss jersey on. I, but, I, I mean, come on. It's Randy Moss. <laughs> I'd wear a fucking... I'd rep a Randy Moss jersey no matter who he fucking played for. I'll give a shit who he played for. <laughs> that man was a stud. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, what do you got this week, then? Uh, I picked uh, Marcus Mariota for passing yards. I felt it was a little bit low, 165 and a half yards. I, well, it is low anyways, but I picked the under on him. In his last five games, he's only been over 150 yards once. And they have that 165 and a half. Hmm. So I took the under on that one. Uh, Justin Fields, 160 and a half passing yards. I'm going over. He's been over that number for the last five games. Okay. He's been over 160. Then Aaron Jones, 65 and a half rushing yards. I went over. Dude, he's been tearing it up lately. Yeah, with a struggling receiving core. I mean, Packers yeah. can't throw to anybody. He's going to get a ton of work. True. I definitely see him over 65 and a half yards. Detroit's defense sucks too. So yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, last week I, you know, I took a, I, I took a bold choice and went with four people. Didn't matter. Uh, Saquon missed. I took him over eighty six point five. He only had fifty three. Uh, Christian Kirk hit. Uh, I took him under fifty seven and a half. He had forty. Hawkinson hit over forty three and a half. He had eighty. And then Mostert missed. I had him over seventy and a half, and he only had sixty four. He was close. He was close. I thought he was going to get it at the end of the game, but they fucking nailed it. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I missed it. I missed two. I only got two out of four this week. I'm taking Miles Sanders over 79 and a half yards. I'm taking, uh, Trevor Lawrence over 230 and a half yards and I'm taking Christian Kirk. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to double them up. I'm going to stack them this week. I'm taking Christian Kirk over 54 and a half this week. That's a lot for Christian Kirk. It is, but I mean, <clears throat> I think he can get it this week with uh, who the fuck are they playing? New Orleans, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely they can get it this week. Okay, because I mean I, I think I took Lawrence as my start this week, so yeah, I think he's gonna have a, he's gonna sling it this week. But I think that's gonna do it for this week for us this week. <laughs> uh, stay classy and catch you next week. Peace.